Well, hello and welcome to The Bright Side here on News Radio 93.1 and also 540. And as you heard, uh, you guys are the smartest listeners in radio. I'm glad to know you. Every time I hear that, I'm like, all right. <laughs> I'm, great. I'm a little bit intimidated. You know the dumbest listeners in radio? <laughs> they just, they're just the static. <laughs> they, can't, they can't figure that. They just stayed in between. <laughs> they can't find a station. No, they just think, uh... <laughs> Uh, how's this Uh, (laughs) while they drive down the road but all the smart ones are here so this is a show that's about helping you uh help others and in general uh just most of our topics are healthy you know we just kind of talk about that uh and and so this week today well we have more than one show a week don't we uh this this day in history we're talking about social media which is uh, a big thing. A lot of a lot of kids are on the cyber, yeah. And uh, <laughs> and social media has really taken off. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. That's today's episode. It's bigger with your generation than with mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The most startling statistic I saw in all of what uh, you know, our research department. She does research yes, each week. She does. Becky Hunter. Yes, sir. The greatest person alive. Smartest person in the smartest audience. Mm-hmm. She could fix social media right up. That's if right. Just, if they just gave her the keys. Um, but in her research, she was, she was, uh, it was, there was this one part that was about uh, the age groups. And so, and it slowly decreases as you go from 18 to 29 years old, 88% use social media. And then from 30 to 49, 78%. And it kind of just slowly trickles down. Then you get to 65 plus, one in three. (laughs) (laughs) We just don't need it. Yeah. It's just like, I got my transistor radio. Leave me alone. (laughs) That's right. I'm going with my men's bowling league. I ain't got time to be on the net. There's actually a, a, uh, there's this website called reddit.com, R-E-D-D-I-T. And it is, uh, it's got all these different subreddits that are just, uh, that are just dedicated. I think there's a subreddit for astrophysics and a subreddit for lock picking. And, um, there's a subreddit called old people, Facebook. And oh yeah. And it's just screenshots of what old people did on Facebook. And it is, Oh, I gotta, I gotta tune in. Is, I may see somebody I know. It is really, really funny. Uh, I mean, there's this one, like one of the top posts on there is a guy Post it had a it was a screenshot of his Facebook page and he posted a picture of like him at a party uh, and like you know three friends had written like epic and another one wrote like dude you're so trash that night and then one was hit from his it had an arrow point and said my grandma and then it, and then that one said you know sometimes it's good to just stop drinking to see if you can <laughs> which was really and they're all they're all like that so social media is uh, it's relatively new. I mean, it's it's uh, in the history of our species. It uh, was not really around for a long time at, in its current form, which is there's a lot of different versions of it between, uh, I almost said MySpace, between Facebook and uh, Instagram and Snapchat and WhatsApp. And there's, there's a, a Twitter is a big one. Uh, that stuff is really, I mean, it really took off in the last 15 years, 20 it years. It really took off. It's ubiquitous. And uh, and Pop, what would you say if you were just to guess what what are the top ten reasons with percentages? <laughs> what, do you think you could come up with that? I don't know. Well, wait. I think I can. I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it here. What was number one in my mind to stay in touch with what friends are doing? Yeah, I believe that, that. totally makes sense. Forty two percent. I was actually yeah. surprised that was only forty two percent. I really like it for this. You know, uh, I'm, we're on. I'm on Instagram every, every day. I don't do. 
Facebook much because that's just uh, I don't need more contacts than I already have. I can't keep up with the contacts I already have. I take but. care of that for you. I have a very inactive Facebook page that's just filled with people that are like Pastor Hunter, Pastor Hunter, <laughs> and and like right on it it says ophthalmologist. I don't understand it. Not the brightest audience <laughs> on in Facebook, but uh, but I I really do enjoy it whenever I see friends or relatives um, and pictures on Instagram or pick up what they're, what they're doing because you don't want to be nosy. You don't want to call up uh, people and say the people that you love and go, so what are you doing? I just yeah. want to know. Hey, send me a picture of the restaurant you're in right now. <laughs> I yeah. So I, I love it for that reason. Yeah. It's really nice because our family's kind of spread out across. We don't have anybody really west of the Rockies uh, to speak in old timey terms, <laughs> but, but we really are kind of spread out across the Eastern side of the United States. And it is really, I remember <clears throat> when it was, uh, when it was first becoming a, you know, a bigger deal and Instagram wasn't like, it was so bizarre to me, you know, my cousin Amber, who was my best friend, yeah. pen pal growing oh, yeah. up, you know, oh, yeah. she's the same age as me and she's in Michigan. And it was so crazy to be able to see like, five minutes earlier, her with her kids at her breakfast table, yeah. uh, I was just like, this is, it, it was really, it was really exciting. Uh, and then it, it, like everything else, like it's, once it's around for a little while, then you, then it kind of, it loses the wonder of what, what it is. Yeah. And then everybody uh, does shows like the good, the bad, and the ugly <laughs> to know, point out all which, the negative things. Which is what we're doing, <laughs> which is what are the title of our show tonight. And by the way, if you just tune in, this is The Bright Side. I'm Joel Hunter. And I'm here. Hold on, wait. Let me try to say it the right way. Okay. Pop learned on a TED talk how to say your name. Yeah. I'm Joel Hunter. That's it. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're supposed to go up at the end of your first yeah. name and then down. So you people could also, will remember it. Better. Yeah. If you, I'm Joel Hunter. <laughs> no, that's another yeah, okay. way. <laughs> I was trying that, to do it like I was, that certainly is another I was way. To do it like I was going to run out onto a basketball court, <laughs> and I'm and I'm here with my dad, and he's he's also Joel Hunter, uh, that's and right. uh, and this show is about about helping people, which you might think, what a fluff show. You'd be dead wrong. <laughs> we are we, we are, are full of facts and figures, clad statistics, uh, practical hints. Uh, yeah. Successful living. So the number two reason that uh, people uh, are using social media today, according to Global Web Index in a survey in 2018, it was a scary one, I thought. Yeah. I found that one disturbing. Yeah. It was to stay up to date with news and current events. 42% of people use social media to keep up with their friends. 41% use it to yeah. keep up it with news and events. Depending on what site you go to. You know, yeah. every... every News outlet now seems to have its own take on things. Yes, it's very slanted in its in in the direction of its uh, um, ideology, uh, and so. But I'm the, I'm the same way. If I get five minutes, I'll I'll click on the the uh, uh, my cell phone to figure out okay what's the latest headline because I don't want to miss anything. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually what I use Reddit for most. I mean, I check it uh, in the morning. Because anything that's come to the top of the news is is there, um, and Reddit it has conservative, you know, this conservative subreddit and the Trump subreddit and the red state subreddit. I made that one up, but maybe. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, but boy, does it lean liberal? Yeah, because uh, yeah. uh, I'll tell you what never makes it to the front page: the conservative subreddits. No, <laughs> sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So everything everything does have its lean, and that's and that's part of what we're going to talk about later is the ability to live on islands with people, even if you are geographically separated, yeah. because you have like-minded ideologies and, and people naturally left to their own devices, including me, it's not like I'm just pointing fingers, uh, 
you can't see me right now, but I'm not pointing my fingers at all. <laughs> it's it's a tendency to gravitate towards a more insular environment, you know, because you it's no fun to have your worldview threatened, you know? I mean, it's uh, right. it's it's easier if you find people that agree with you, and it, social media makes that pretty easy. Well, and it's really good pun when you said left to, left to their own devices, because Ooh, on your- on That your, was intentional, it wasn't. Your, <laughs> because we use our devices to- reaffirm our opinions yes and that's and that's and so it's it sometimes um social media or even um news uh, uh news programs about the media or news media about the about the news. <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry yeah. it's been a really long day you, you can't sound like buster rhymes there <laughs> i thought you were a freestyle somebody help me <laughs> uh, so anyhow, it's it's uh, sometimes you don't learn. Uh, you just want to use whatever spare time you have, and that's another reason people go on. That's probably the next it is uh, largest reason just to fill up spare time, which is is another form of addiction. If we, if we can't just be five seconds with nothing to do or nothing to think about, yeah, there's something missing. Well, there. this is gross, but I'm mm. just gonna say it. There was a time where if people went to the bathroom, and I mean sit down, go to the bathroom, they didn't have a phone. Uh, and it's hard to imagine now <laughs> because know. there's nothing more panicky than you're heading to the bathroom. You're like, oh, my gosh, I almost forgot my phone. <laughs> I, I was going to have to stare at the wall. <laughs> you remember you have to get creative and read the shampoo ingredients and stuff. And it was uh, it's, it's just much, much different now. And I have a lot of – I know a lot of people uh, where, like, even if they're just going – to just go pee, they still will be on. They're looking at their I phone. Know. It's really, I know, I totally missed. It's really something. <laughs> so uh, that said, if you need to check your social media, now is a good time to do it because we have to go to a commercial break or stay and listen to the commercials and buy all those products. We will be back in just a few minutes with the bright side. Welcome back to the Bright Side. I'm Joel Hunter, and I'm here with my father, Joel Hunter. Hello. This episode is brought to you by social media. Yes. We we landed social media that account, uh, <laughs> and they are sponsoring this episode. Now today we're just talking about the impact of social media and what it does to affect our lives, and and it can rob us. Of some of our utility. Well, let me, uh, before we even go into the evaluation of what it does to our mind, um, I f found one of the one of the sentences from this article in Forbes um, that was just published in May of 2017. Um, health experts love to say that sitting is the new smoking. Oh, yeah. Cause, we cause, do love to say that. I mean, just the, the inactivity, the physical inactivity yeah. of people who are so immersed uh, just with their cell phones or their computers and so on and so forth that they just don't aren't reaching um, a real healthy activity level in their daily lives. Yeah, and it's because by design, uh, these websites and social media platforms, the app built for your phone and the messenger app built within that and the alerts, uh, there's there's this uh, kind of motivational speaker fella. He he owns a company that does health supplements. His name's Aubrey Marcus, and he own, he owns On It. He wrote he wrote that book that I really like because it told me to take cold showers. And since then, I've been nearly superhuman. I could, <laughs> I could jump over a building. Good to know. Uh, just from that shower. Uh, and he talked about our phones as as the world's most sophisticated 
brilliant Pez dispenser. It's this constant little dopaminergic <laughs> pathway that we're, you know, wow. you dig the back, backhoe over and, and these neural pathways get dug deeper and deeper and deeper. And yeah. so it's built to have these little dopamine releases uh, because you search and it's that kind of punctuated reward thing where you'll, uh, you might find something that's actually really interesting, but you might have to go another 45 minutes before you find that. And so we are trained over time to look at our phones with every little alert, all of the way that Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, the algorithms for all of those, uh, Snapchats included in that, are built to keep your eyes on it the, long, uh, the longest amount of time possible and to revisit those pages as much as possible. Uh, and there's a lot of sophisticated, really smart people build it that way. I mean, they make it so it's really, really hard to break out of. And that really does lead to a lot of time sitting down. So that, that brings me to this question. You're a physician. Does, is, the, is the term addiction uh, an actual um, reality when it comes to it kind of depends. You know, media, social yeah. media, and and their and the habits that people have, and all that kind of. I mean, is that realistic? People, I hear people talk that people are addicted to their phones. Yeah, and know, I think is it metaphor? Or is it is it literal? I think if you use addiction in in the most useful sense, you have to have some sort of negative impact on the rest of your lives because uh, on the rest of your life, <laughs> your lives, the main lives you yeah, have. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Next we're talking about schizophrenia. <laughs> um, depending, depending on what, you know, what you come back as, you know, if you're an Eagle, <laughs> um, but the, it has to have a negative impact on the rest of your life because you are unable to stop your interaction with whatever it is, you okay. know, so whether that's alcohol or whether it's social media or if it's work, I think in order for it to truly classify as an addiction, uh, this is an opinion, but I think uh, it's based in pretty good fact. It has to have a negative impact on the rest of your life. And so that is different than what humans will do if given the opportunity. Uh, and that is get a little bit of a dopamine hit. Mm -hmm. And so whether that's a cigarette or whether it's, you know, seeing a funny video on YouTube or it's the alert for your phone that, you know, Trump wrote something else on Twitter. So you open it up that stuff. It's not we're not ad addicted to dopamine. We really, really like dopamine. It was built into our brains as if this is released, mm. you should keep doing this thing. Uh -huh. And, and they've, you know, they've done the, they've done this for monkeys where if you have a button that actually directly releases dopamine, they sit around and do it all day long and uh. then nap and then get up and do it more. <laughs> and, and so it's, uh, it's, it's in our, it's in our hard wiring to want to do that. And, and so that gets used. Um, it's the same reason, uh, sex cells, outrage cells, all of that uh, mm. appeals to the primal part of our brain that we really do share with chimps. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, we have 98% the same DNA and it's 50% the same as a banana. So it's not saying that much, but, <laughs> but it is, there's, there's definitely similar uh, wiring in our cortex, you know, and that's what keeps us coming back. So what, what would you say um, when it comes to uh, mental dysfunction. We'll just, we'll just use that word. Mm -hmm. uh, what are the dangers of social media when it comes to mental dysfunction or at least discomfort, uh, making your life, life harder instead of better? Well, the majority of the stuff that keeps our attention digitally does so because it's constantly trying to grab our attention with, again, another little, another little dopamine hit, another thing that's interesting, piques your, piques your interest, your pupils dilate a little bit, you, you, your heart beats it slightly faster. 
And so that leads to stuff that is not going to lend itself very much to long-term, slow, thoughtful analysis. Mm. And I think it's probably overstating it to say we're all giving ourselves attention deficit disorder because I think that discredits an actual, you know, neurological dysfunction. But I do think, and this isn't an opinion, this is just true, habits are built, they're wiring within the brain. You know, there's a reason that people uh, have, have habits that are actions repeated over time. And then it's very, very easy for them to keep them. But somebody trying to start a new habit has a hard time starting it. We choose what wiring we choose to reinforce and build into a super highway within our brain. And so when you have a constant changing, flicking, flickering new image, a constant new, exciting thing in front of you, there's new outrage, there's new half naked ladies, or there's new, I don't know what girls like firemen. I'm not sure, uh, but whatever. And it's, it's calendar, <laughs> calendar posters. That's exactly right. That Kirk Cameron fellow. Yeah. Uh, and so they're, they're looking at Jonathan Taylor Thomas and, and guys are looking at, you know, usually uh, a lot of times worse stuff. And it's, it's, it's stuff that does not long-term build in the discipline to thoughtfully analyze stuff. And so you find mm. that your attention, yeah. your attention span really does drastically get reduced. I actually just recently uh, have started a new rule in our house that we can't watch these uh, YouTube videos that are just uh, Vine clips. Vine used to be this little 10 second uh, video thing. It was kind of like Twitter was, but it was only videos. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, there'll be a 20 minute YouTube video and each one of them is 10 second clip, 10 second clip. Wow. And I stopped, uh, I mean, it's not like we're not allowed to watch any of them, but like to watch that for an hour, I, I won't let the kids do that anymore because you can tell it builds in this inability to hold focus on something oh, for a while. Yeah. Uh, and it makes it hard, you know? And then I say, I'm like, whatever happened to a good book? You know? <laughs> That's right. You, know, you tell them. I was reading Anna Karenina. That's right. Uh, and, uh, oh, it's an awesome book. Um, let me also ask you this, because we had, we had talked about this a little bit at the break. Um, some of the resultant feelings that you get from very positive, um, um, like pictures on Instagram. I mean, you you mentioned your your uh, cousin Amber. She has all of these outstanding uh, photos. She's got of, a, she got a great <clears throat> A Instagram. It's oh fantastic. My gosh. It's oh my so gosh! Good. And she's like mother of the year. Yeah. I mean, she always has her kids dressed to the tea and they're always hiking in the woods it's incredible. and learning at the zoo and all that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking if I'm a tired mama, just trying to keep it together, I'm going to look at this thing. I'm going to be totally depressed, totally feel like I've failed in the motherhood department. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and, and just so you know, if you're a mother and you comment on hers and say that, she'll be like, you are a failure. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing about Amber. She's, she's the mean. most, she's no. the most positive, encouraging <laughs> she person really is. in the world. Um, and, and so I do think that's one of the, the dangers that social media poses is we fall into this. And this, this isn't my opinion. I, I wish this was an original thought, but it's, it's definitely not. The image that we are able to cultivate of ourselves online, the, the image that we are able to selectively project out to the masses, mm -hmm. there is a lot of ability, I would say not so much to deceive as to just give the partial information that's the best, yeah. you know? So it's not that you slept through your alarm and then got yelled at by somebody because you were late for work and then you, you know, your computer crashed. And so it's not, none of that stuff gets posted. It gets posted this, uh, just a quiet night. And it's my, it's the, I'm here with my a nice cup of coffee and a good book and my cat's on my lap. And so people that have had that really hard day, just like you did, yeah. 
they look at that picture and they're like, man, this, how do they have it I together know. How so How do they well? do this? And yeah. so it, it becomes a, a very useful platform to, to develop your skills of envy yeah. uh, because you, you, uh, you, you envy what other people have. Uh, and no one really stops to realize like, no, uh, not everybody has that. Nobody, uh, there's, I think it was, it was Wesley Snipes actually, uh, that, that tweeted this of all people. He said, uh, you know, get, cut yourself some slack or something like that. Nobody's tweeting about their failures. Uh, and, yeah, and it's really right. true to some degree. We get, we get kind of a warped perspective. Um, that said, we have to go to a break. And when we come back, uh, I'd say segment three, probably going to be our best one. Oh, we're going to hit it out of the park. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. Welcome back to The Bright Side. This is a show that's about helping people. And we all need each other. The world. People, yeah. Oh, people yeah. Need Who's people. that? Was that Barry Manilow? Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand. No. That is... Uh, awesome voice. That is... Uh, Someone I don't listen to a lot. Yeah, well, you know. I learned the Streisand effect, though. I, fi- I finally looked up what, what that? that was. The Streisand effect is trying to kill a story, trying to trying to suppress some information that you don't want to get out, and your act of suppression makes it reach the largest audience possible. So for her, there was some very, very benign, non-invasive uh, mapping plane that flew over the coastline and it took these pictures of the California coast and her house was in it. And so she wanted no one to know where her house was. So she made this big sue the guy. And it went from like something where nobody would have ever been like, oh, there's Barbara Streisand's house to (laughs) everyone knew where her house was. Uh, Useful term. I never heard of it. The Streisand effect. Yeah. And, uh, and also... She funny girl? Me thinks she does protest know. too much. Yeah. That's the try spray. Yeah, she was funny girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's so, a good movie, man. So I just uh in its I, day. I uh I just don't I don't really know much about her. Yeah. I uh was she the one in uh Got some pipes. I, I know we're really going off topic here, but was she the one in that uh did you ever know that you're my hero? That no, movie, that's uh, Bette Miller. Oh, that's I can't I can't picture <laughs> these are before your if, time. If Joel. I try to picture one, I can't think I can't, <laughs> can only picture one like same thing's true with Forbes from Forbes magazine, Steve Forbes. I can't picture him and 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 Mitch McConnell. They're the same person. <laughs> when I close my eyes, happens with Mark Twain and Einstein too. <laughs> you know, there's a resemblance. So, so today we are talking about social media and uh, and why it stinks. No, it's it's uh, uh, that's actually not what we're talking about. We're talking about social media and how it really is like most tools, one that can be used for great good or also evil. You can do terrible things with a. Sp- Phillips head screwdriver, or you can uh, put up a fence. I don't know, a TV. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and social media is like that. So we thought this segment we would <laughs> we would talk about. I pictured somebody putting up a fence with a Phillips. Head. <laughs> I'm not very handy. <laughs> I should just get that out there. I, I'm not not good with the tools. But uh, but when we are talking about social media, it's not this monolith. There are several different types of social media, and they tend to be relatively neatly divided amongst age groups. Uh, for instance, if you are a, an adult and you're, say, 55, very likely you're on Facebook. And if you are a, uh, an up-and-comer, 19-year-old, and you use a social media platform, very likely it's going to be Snapchat. Uh, and these things actually have statistics. Uh, <laughs> Pop was just pointing out in the, in the, during the break, if you are... <laughs> 
if you are 50 or older, only 7% are on Snapchat, which that's is right. incredible. I know. That is, uh, we that don't is, like it. We don't like pictures. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> that's, that's right. Well, I've never. Or if we take pictures, we want them to stick around. That, we don't want them to disappear. The oldest I ever felt. You know that scene at the end of Saving Private Ryan where young Matt Damon is standing over Tom Hanks and then, it, and then he morphs into an 82-year-old over the course of about three seconds? Uh-huh. Is it really well done CGI? That was how I felt when my nephew Noah was trying to show me how to use Snapchat for the first time. It was like three years ago. And I was like, well, then I just take it. Well, where to go? What do you mean you can't? Oh, I have a notification. I have never felt older. I felt so with it until that moment. Now I'm a, now I'm a pro, but man, back then, now I can put dog ears on myself and everything, but it was, uh, it was something. So um, I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it's, it's useful to, mention this one stat about Facebook specifically, because that is the most popular amongst uh, probably most of the people listening to this, whether it's via the radio uh, or the podcast. By the way, if you just tuned in, you're listening to The Bright Side, and uh, there is a podcast. Yes. Joel C. Hunter. By the, na- by the same name, Bright Side, The yep, Bright Side. The Bright Side with Joel C. Hunter, who is the distinguished gentleman to my left. <laughs> uh, I put the old guy on first. Yeah. And he says, if you download the podcast, you'll be blessed. That's you will. <laughs> you will be. You will be. That's a guarantee. <laughs> Download five of them, you get a little, a little bit of holy water from one of them wells. <laughs> so we'll send you a handkerchief. <laughs> that's right, a blessed handkerchief. So the, uh, but the the Facebook, as they call it, is uh, is. <laughs> The, the Facebook. Yeah, originally it was that, and then it got was shortened. It? Yeah, now the you're Facebook? now you really are old if you say the Facebook. But <laughs> the, this stat is incredible. Of the users on Facebook, and there's and there's a billion of them. Seventy four percent visit the website every day, and yeah. f- and over half, fifty one percent visit it multiple times a day. That is, I mean, that you got to hand it to those guys. That, that is really that Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, he, he figured it out. Yeah, he stumbled onto. A, Gold man. Um, yeah, and I didn't realize how how dominant they were over the other social media platforms in, in as far as ad revenue. Um, their their first quarter of this year of 2018, uh, just under 12 billion dollars. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and so and and, and you look at Snapchat, a paltry 550 million. Oh my. Uh, yeah, I mean just almost nothing. Did I say Snapchat? I meant to say Twitter. Yeah, he says. I, oh yeah, yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what Snapchat did. I see him figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> they probably did a they lot. They put on dog ears yeah. and disappeared. They might have done twenty billion. I just have no idea. <laughs> you write a message, it's gone. <laughs> it's eerie. <laughs> Who's getting these? <laughs> I don't understand it. So, um, but but Facebook is still as much as the the modern, uh, or not modern, as much as the current day message, people are trying to gloat over the, the death of Facebook. And there's always these new alarmist stories about how Facebook is going away because of everything they've done to invade user privacy and no Zuckerberg's in front of uh, the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, it still is dominant. I you mean, bet. it's just it's absolutely not going dominant. anywhere. And yeah. we, we, ha- we use it for advertising with Hunter Vision because it's incredible. What I mean, the reason it's so dominant is if you want advertisements to go to 55-year-old people who are enthusiastic about technology mm-hmm. and who earn more than $55,000 a year, it will go only to them. It's nuts. Oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know how they do it. I'll tell you what, that's Zuckerberg. He really, <laughs> he deserves He's a to, smart guy. He deserves to be a billionaire. Um, also, he is, he is kind of a robotic fella. Yeah, he, uh, he's a, he? really, yeah, he's really, he's, you can tell he's really good at computers. Yeah. Uh, he, he didn't, I don't think he felt the most comfortable in front of that, 
I can't imagine being a guy who you're just a brilliant programmer. You're a really, really hard worker, <laughs> but really you like to wear a hoodie and sit in front of your computer. And then you're in a tie on national TV in front of the Senate. You got to be like, golly. In front of the Senate subcommittee and you're going, sorry. Yeah. What choices led me here? Ah, I'm so happy just playing Doom in my room uh, with a broom. (laughs) (laughs) Was that a record scratch? I have no idea. Yeah, it was. It was. I was trying to to do a record. So uh, anyway, what do you think uh, as someone who doesn't do a ton of Facebook because all of the people that would be friends with you all try to find me instead (laughs) thinking I'm you. Uh, And it is nice. It's encouraging because people are like, you really blessed me. And I'm like, you're welcome. (laughs) Hey hey man, don't don't even mention it. Don't sweat it. I'm happy to do that. (laughs) Um, But as someone who uh, uh, is aware of Facebook and is aware of your generation's Thoughts on that and thoughts on face-to-face interaction and all that stuff. Do you think the poison is just in the lack of face-to-face interaction, or do you think the poison is elsewhere? Well, I do I do think that— Or is there poison? I don't know. (laughs) I think, first of all, we are physical beings, and nothing will ever replace um, the the warmth and and the intimacy of being together physically. I mean, there's just nothing that can replace that. Uh, it's it's great to keep in touch virtually, but there's there's nothing that builds an actual friendship or a sense of belonging like being together physically. Having said that, <clears throat> the part of my uh, caution on these particular um, forums is that you don't really get a great picture of how people's lives are going mm-hmm. uh, because, as you said in the segment before— Basically, people try to uh, project their best self. It's not that they're trying to lie. It's just that people don't put on um, um, for public, you know, viewing um, their difficulties and their um, um, struggles. And so, yeah, no one ever is like, "Look how gross my stomach looked this morning." Yeah, no one does that. Yeah. So, people of my generation who were very, we were taught to be very cautious about what we told strangers, you know, and, and, and be paranoid actually about ever divulging family secrets and so on and so forth. So the older you are, the less likely you are to be transparent, you know, on a, on a public um, um, forum. Um, And, um, and so therefore, and, and, and plus we're, we're, basically insecure. We, we've been taught that we want to market ourselves. We mm-hmm. want people to respect us. Um, uh, we want people to um, look up to us and, and, and um, we want to gain, we want to gain credibility um, so because that's part of, that's part of who we are. So as we do that, we're, we're kind of showcasing our own insecurities. Hmm. So you think when, when we're, when, say I'm scrolling through Instagram and uh, I become just instantly depressed over how much better everyone else's life is because yeah. I'm like, look, th- this guy had time to go watch the sunset at the beach. Yeah. And then, and then I'm like, did he paint this? Uh, and because it'll be someone who's like, Oh, just something I'm working on. It's yeah. like, the, it's like, it looks like the Sistine chapel. Um, you're saying the root cause of that, the people posting that stuff is ultimately just insecurity. Uh, exactly. Because you, you don't want, you want people to think the best of you. Uh, even when the best is a very fraction 
of what your actual life is. Yeah. That's what you want people to think about you. Yeah. And I don't think that there's a problem with being proud of your better moments, but the the real you know, the real magic in relationships happen when you're it's there's highs and lows, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's the good and the bad. Yeah. And, and so when there's uh, it's, it's impossible to have relationship without vulnerability. Exactly. And it's impossible to have vulnerability when you're only posting pictures of, uh, in my case, my biceps. <laughs> Somebody has said, we respect strength, but we connect with weakness. We, we connect at weaknesses um, because when you see somebody who is going through a rough time, your heart automatically goes out. It's so them. accurate. Yeah, yeah, that's a brilliant. That's a brilliant. Did you did you make that up? No, I quoted it. I I, I haven't had original thought in my life. That I was, steal everything. That was that was that's a good one. That's a good one to steal. Yeah. Um, only steal from the best. So uh, we have to go to a break. But when we come back, we're going to talk about the good of social media. What does it do? That's awesome. Hooray! Welcome back to the bright side. <laughs> this is a show. I just took a drink. Joel just took a slug of Dr. Pepper. <laughs> and, and here we are. And here we are. <laughs> this show brought to you by Diet Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Get a taste of the real peppers. I don't know. I, I don't know what their slogan yeah, is. I don't either. I don't think that's it, though. Maybe. If so, they should hire me. And I don't some, think it will be at any time <laughs> in the immediate future. <laughs> Uh, remember that from Short Circuit when he was like, wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? I remember that. That was really, <laughs> yeah. that was a good movie. That was a great movie. Johnny Five. So we're talking about social media today. Um, oh, I'm, I'm here uh, with my father, Joel Hunter. Yes. Uh, and that also happens to be my name. And this show is about helping people. And today we're talking about social media. And we promised at the end of last segment, yep. after uh, just uh, taking a huge on social media <laughs> for the last three segments. <laughs> to, uh, Telling to say, you all the dangers. Yeah, to, to say some good stuff. Yeah. Um, and uh, and for one, you know, I do think uh, the connection part, there's nothing that replaces face-to-face -face human connection, but everything's not binary. And it's not yeah, that there's, right. uh, it's not that there's uh, um, only a face-to-face -face connection or none. There, there is such a thing as good, better, best. And, and so it is better to be able to have connection with people some way than not at all. That's and, right. and for some people it's, it's a necessary step either because they're just naturally introverts. And so um, they really would have trouble uh, connecting with people in a way that would be meaningful uh, outside of, of social media, except for in other circumstances, mm -hmm. or that might be a stepping stone for them. For some people, it's, it's Facebook, especially being able to connect with family is a huge deal. Yeah. I mean, it, it makes a big, Absolutely. big deal for uh, a, a big difference for people where families are separated over over great distances, uh, and it makes college students uh, really have to get their clean up their Facebook page, Facebook. Page. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I didn't thought about that. Yeah, they have to put like pictures of them being like nine thirty time for sleep. <laughs> Just got done singing some hymns and going to bed. <laughs> Um, so what else do you think is good about social media? Well, I love the the capability that it has to help you organize around a good cause. Mm -hmm. Lots of folks, um, we have this great spirit in our country about um, people who really do have a good um, inclination to want to help others. Um, that's why this this show is, is a fairly easy um, um, – shot at um, 
saying things that will encourage you because you are already pre, uh, oriented, pre-oriented toward helping others. That's that's a part of kind the, of hist- in. the history of our country. We're always for the underdog. Uh-huh. We always want to do something to make the world better. Um, and social media really has the capability. After every major disaster, there are people on social media who are telling others um, some of the supplies that they can bring and where they can bring them and how they can help uh, or don't you know, don't bring these right now because you can't get to the site, but you can help in this way. Um, and just tons of resources um, and um, money and uh, and prayers and, you know, contacts, best, best wishes um, are done through social media. And it really makes the situation better. Yeah. And, and for, uh, for monies, <coughs> for monies, plural, uh, there's, there's a tremendous amount of value to being able to in real time tweet out or just get out onto social media, something that is truly horrifying or truly inspiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that is, it is something that you stand up and take note of that you wouldn't have a way to know about and wouldn't be able to reach that many people. Mm-hmm. Nightly news, it got watched in the sixties and seventies. Uh, but doesn't compare anything uh, to what you have if you have uh, something go viral on Twitter. Right. I mean, the for Mercy Mercy Corps uh, Mercy Corps, which is uh, uh, was something that was a charity for Syria mm-hmm. because of the just horrific civil war stuff yeah. that, that's happened there. Um, when that horrible horrible picture of that kid who drowned yeah. uh, on Ugh. on his way trying to escape to Greece, um, Mercy Corps because that that went viral. Mercy Corps it it had. May, it had raised four and a half million dollars in four years, and that month, th- uh, that four and a half million four years, that month they raised two point three million dollars. Uh, wow! Just just because that went yeah. viral, um, and so the ability to respond to stuff in real time really is uh, really is helpful. Well, and and part of again why we form simple help um, is that it's not just in response to a catastrophe or a specific plea, although it does have that capability. But there's also, um, if you type in your browser, uh, simple.help, um, there are very simple things each one of us can do every day to make the world a better place. Um, and, and, and you don't ever have to doubt as to whether you're being valuable or you, you have done something good, uh, because if you can do these things, sometimes you can't do them exactly on the day that, they, that they're listed, but you'll do them sometime that week. Um, but, the, but the point is that that form, again, of being able to, to come together to do social good has done um, just terrific. Uh, um, um, it, has, it has not only bound together, you, you feel like you're a part of a group mm-hmm. that really is making the world better, uh, but you also have this intense personal satisfaction um, that um, I don't have to wonder if my life is valuable because— I, I know every day yeah. that it is. Yeah, it's uh, it's really really powerful that that's that simple dot help thing because it, basically the way that works is you get an email uh, in the it, it shows up uh, seven p.m. on Sunday and it is here's this week's five things. There's one for Monday, one for Tuesday, all the way through Friday, and you know that everyone else is doing it, and so it's 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 thousands of these acts happening each week, um, and 
uh, if, if you, I'm just going to make this up now because I think we should start doing it and we're better for it to be born than on the bright side. That's right. Uh, if, if you do a hashtag simple help on Twitter, uh, and I think it works the same on Facebook. I was about to ask you, and then I realized, what, that would be a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah, don't ask me. <laughs> but if you do a hashtag uh, simple help, uh, you can actually you know, document this stuff. The only ones you're not allowed to document is every now and then one will say, do something nice and don't tell anyone. Um, you would, it would be so ironic. You would, you'd lose it just on, just on your documentation of it. <laughs> be like, lose, you lose the blessing. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. Because, you know, I've, I've studied this a little bit. And uh, if you tell people your blessing out the, out the window, that, that one, that crown you're going to no, have. No heavenly treasure for that. Say goodbye to that one. God's, God's like, I'm kicking that one into the dumpster. Uh, yes, you got to keep them secret. So uh, that's that's most of what we were going to talk about with social media. There's uh, there's ways to help people uh, through social media and through Simple Help. And thank you for listening to The Bright Side. Pop, this was a pleasure. Uh, it's always good. We'll see you next time. Whoa.